You're listening to the Podcastalocus Network. And now, Hey Sweaty with Gabby Lamb. And we're fucking back, dude. Uh, it's been a couple of months since the last episode of Hey Sweaty, and um, that's my fault entirely. You know, life gets busy and shitty, and uh, mine got busy and shitty. And if you follow me on Instagram, I'm sure you saw a lot of that, but there's a lot going on behind the fucking curtains, too. And uh, now we're back, and I feel a little bit more stable and emotionally equipped to deal with uh, everything else. So here we are. Um, what's gone on in the past few months? Did I already say if you follow me on Instagram, then you probably know? Yeah, you like I said 30 that. seconds ago. I literally, okay, yeah. wow. I have the fucking, that's crazy. I just said that. <laughs> yes. I don't, that's crazy. I have the memory of a goldfish. Um, if, if you ask me again, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna call the ambulance. I just, it's, yeah, yeah, dude. Um, what has happened since I? Uh, I had a birthday. I just turned 28. Thank you. Um, got lots of stories from that. I went camping a few weeks ago. I'm just gonna fill fill you in. I uh, went camping a few weeks ago with the guy that I've been dating for almost a fucking year now. He still hasn't <laughs> called me his girlfriend, but you know, here we are. Uh, we went camping with his friends, and I drank a lot, and somebody on the camping trip was like, well, we've got cocaine, and what a place to do cocaine is uh, at the Kern River. Fucking not that cool. It wasn't that cool at all, actually, because, I mean, it was fun because we were partying, but, like, I was just snorting lines of coke. <laughs> Am I allowed to say this? Out loud. It's, it's your show. <laughs> don't don't call the cops. I'm on three years probation. Uh, Popo, you're not supposed to know. Uh, so if you're a cop, don't arrest me. Um, Are you saying what wasn't cool? The, the oh, okay. So I I was doing I did some coke in the mountains next to a river, and that's just like not the place that you want to be on coke. You know, you want to be doing like mushrooms or acid or. Just enjoying nature. You don't have to be fucked up in nature. But I was like, you know what? Here we are in nature. I'm going to get as fucked up as I want. And uh, I was like climbing. From what I remember, I was like climbing rocks all fast, you know, trying to impress people with how fast I could be wasted and also on cocaine and scale some rocks. Classic coke behavior. Yeah, I know. It wasn't even that fast, but I was just like, look how fucked up I am. I can climb this. That's how people die when they like go out into nature because they get fucked up and they're like, I'm just going to jump off some rocks. <laughs> Um, so I did that, whatever. And, uh, what else has happened? Um, last episode we did, I was depressed and complaining about my friendship that was potentially falling apart. It's all good now. Friendship is put back together and I'm happy about that. Um. Did, did people know that you were talking about them? You know, that's why I was, that's what I was afraid of. I was like, I just don't want them to find out that I was so upset about what was going on. Mm -hmm. uh, I was like really nervous to like post about that episode because it was just me like venting. I mean, I guess all of this was kind of me venting, but that was, I was like, no, I can't. I have to like remember to like not to talk like too much shit publicly. <laughs> uh, whatever. Um, the fuck? Oh yeah. Another big, another thing. Again, just catching you up. Uh, one thing after another, got a letter from the IRS a couple weeks ago that was like, hey, you owe us money. And I was like, how the actual fuck do I owe you guys money? Uh, so that caused a couple weeks of pure mental breakdown. I do at some point today have to go home and set up a payment plan for the IRS. How much? Well, it started with 900 And then the, the deeper that I dug, 
they were like, oh, no, you didn't file from 2017, and also 2016 has been out for you. And I was like, great, so what are we working with? And they're like, mm, three grand. Actually, no, six grand. And I was like, how the fuck is this happening? Um, I think we're down to three grand now because there was some shit on there about me being married and, like, my joint. I don't know. I don't fucking understand the IRS. I don't, I'm like... It's all of this shit's so confusing, especially like if you don't have if you don't know like legal jargon, you know, like I was on the phone with them crying and I was like, listen, I just need you to tell me how to set up a payment plan so I can pay you back. And they were like, well, it's not that simple. And I was like, why is it that not fucking simple? And they're like, well, because you also have outstanding creditors that are out for you from 2016 from blah 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 and I'm like can you just fuck it just pile it into one and let me just pay it back I'm not trying to get my I'm just trying to get my shit together but every time you try to get your shit together it's like something else comes out and they're like wait oh you thought you thought you could get it together but we're here to tell you that you can't yet it's like the more good you try to every time you try to do good and fix things Mm -hmm. something comes out from the woodworks and it's like nope here to fuck ya so I've been getting fucked but uh it's all good all you want to do is some cocaine in the woods. I just wanted to do some cocaine in the wood, Not woods. Not pay your taxes. I didn't want to pay my taxes. This podcast is going to be coming from a prison soon. It, it will be. And, then, you know, that's fucking, that's fine. At least you don't have to pay taxes when you're in prison, I guess. I don't know if that's true. Well, you probably actually do, huh? Yeah, they, they get you. They get you no matter what. <laughs> you're not off the hook. You're not off the hook. You're fucking off the hook when you're dead. And you know what? Even After, then. Yeah, right? Then your family inherits it. And, you know, here we are. Um... Here we are. Here we fucking are. I did, oh my God, this morning, I just got a text. Let's see, I got a text from an unknown number. We love that. I don't know who that is. I keep getting texts from numbers. I always forget to save people's phone numbers. And then, like, I got one on my birthday from a number. Like, I I go through and I delete all my texts, and then I don't save numbers. And I got a message on my birthday that was like, hey, girl, Wish I could come out tonight. Feeling pretty sick, though. Have a great time. And I was like, thank you. But I didn't know who it was. And then they texted me the next day, like, a picture of their cat saying, we're here partying for you. And I was like, who the fuck? But it was, like, too late in the game for me to be like, I'm sorry, who is? Like, I just, because I do this all the time mm-hmm. where I don't save numbers. And then people will text me and be like, what, what are you doing tonight? And I'm like, I feel I've done it a few times where people have texted me to like hang out and I've just gone with it and I'm like, okay, I guess we'll figure out who it is when we hang out. Mm-hmm. Some way to keep myself on my toes. Mm-hmm. Um, you also don't write addresses down. I don't write anything down. I've had to tell you where I live. Yeah, everybody does. Every episode. You think you're unique with that. Nobody, you're you not. Think muscle memory would be able to bring you back. No, absolutely not. Mm-mm. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? I text and drive. I'm always texting and driving, dude. I'm not looking where I'm going. <laughs> Oh, fuck, you think I'm an observant observant driver? No, dude, I'm on Instagram. Posting stories and texting. <laughs> this is the shittiest brag. Yeah, I fucking don't look when I drive. That's why I have a DUI. Um, I do everything. When I drive, I do everything except for look at the road, which is, you know. <laughs> 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 I sometimes do, but most of the time, you know, I'm doing other things. <laughs> girl on the go. <laughs> Fucking girl on the go. Um, I'm so sorry if you have lost a loved one to a 
cocaine, to cocaine, to driving, dri- while drunk texting, driving, to, to, to while IRS tax evasion. I'm so sorry. This is not the episode for you. So if you're sitting with children, please know that this is an explicit. Well, it's all explicit episodes. So just fucking don't listen to this if you have kids. And if you do, we haven't even hit ten, eight minutes. You've broken a lot of laws. We're not even at ten. Yeah. I've been talking so fast. Mm-hmm. Oh God, I do. Um, I get so insecure. I'm like, do I seem manic? But I actually, I just think that I'm in a better mood than usual. I I almost got fired. That happened recently. I just came from work. Almost got fired a couple weeks ago. <laughs> uh, yeah, fuck working in restaurants. Fuck working in restaurants. But I don't know how to get out. I don't know what to do because I'm like, that's my that's my other source of income, and that's what I have to do right now. And I'm so impressed by my peers who are like, I just sold a TV show and I'm working, uh, you know, on this show, on these shows and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, how the fuck did you guys get it together? Like, I'm still serving tables. Mm -hmm. I don't know how people, a lot of people that I know went to college though, so. (laughs) That's what happens when you graduate high school with a 2.0 GPA, dude. You work in restaurants and trying to figure it out from there, but it's fine. Here we are. 40 bucks in my bank account and I'm fucking sailing. Um, I did almost get fired though. And that happened because my friends came to visit me at work. I'm a fucking chiller, you know? I'm a I'm a chiller. And they ordered some beers and I gave them some extra ones. And my manager was spying on me. Fucking spying on me. And he saw me. I charged them for one beer, but they had three. And after they left, he pulled he pulled me into the office and he was like, How many? drinks did you charge them for and I said one and he said how many did they have and I was like three (laughs) and he was like this is not good it's like fucking loosen up though too you know and I get it like that's stealing but like (laughs) fucking loosen up you what are you missing out on 12 bucks and I get the like idea you know I I but Another crime. Another crime. I just, I don't know. I just. You know what's great is, I, I do have to give you credit, though. You gave him the right answer. When he said, you always have to understand when somebody asks you a question, but they already know the answer. So when he said, how many did they have? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think you would have been fired if he said, oh, they, had, they only had one beer. I lied. Yeah, well, I didn't. I yeah, have a guilty conscience. you were conscience. honest. Yeah. I have a guilty conscience. You have I, that going for you. I'm honest, but I'm sneaky. Uh, it fucking pissed me off because it's like, chill out. Everybody just needs to re fucking relax. And at the end of the day, I mean, maybe I need to relax, but people do need to relax. I get it's like he could have just been like, hey, you know, I don't fucking do that. I saw you do. Don't do that. But it turned into this gigantic wave of a thing where they're like, this is really bad, and we don't know where we're gonna go from here. And I'm like, just. And I was sure, I was just like, why, okay, then if you're going to fire me, like, tell me now because I need to figure it out. And then he got really upset at that. And he's like, oh, so you don't even care? Why don't we go ahead and just fire you? And I was just like, I don't have time. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, it got me all worked up. Hooking the homies up. As it, and you know what also makes me crazy is, like, people do, like, do shit like that where they get all upset at you. And it's like, how many fucking times have you done that for your friends? How many times have you, like, given something away because you're just trying to help the homies out, but it's, I, I get it. 
I'm just rooting for the underdog, you know? Does that make sense? Whatever. Uh, they got me all fucking mad, though. And then I was, like, looking for jobs for a couple weeks. And... Um, there are none. It just... It, it doesn't... I just don't want to, like, leave my restaurant to go to another fucking restaurant. And I interviewed at a place that I liked, but then they paid significantly less. And I was like, yeah, no, I just, you know, I'm, I can't. I can't afford to, like, do something that's going to make me less money. Mm-hmm. So I just decided, bitch, we're going to stay here. And uh, we're going to have a good attitude. We're going to show up more, and we're not going to steal things. Even though I want to all the time. I'm gonna steal all the time. Fuck that. Fine. Fuck that. They make so much fucking money. They underpay. Remind me to pat you down when you leave. I know. I'm stealing things in here. I uh, I don't know, but it's also so funny because it's like this shit that people get worked up over. This shit that people it's against policy. I'm like, all of my managers at my job have had more than one DUI. Like, show up wasted all the time, and I'm like, you're here to tell me that what I did was against policy. You guys go into the back and drink. Like, come on. But when you're a peasant, you get whipped like one. Mm-hmm. So here we are. Uh, I uh, I don't know. I guess I got to take a breath. I've been chatting fast, huh? Mm-hmm. Have I been chatting too fast? Yeah. Really? Well, you've been talking fast. Especially starting out with a cocaine story. I know. Okay, well, I guess I could. Too fast? Do you think I'm zooming through it? I just have a lot that I want to talk about, and I'm all excited. We'll keep going, then. Um, no, I lost my train of thought. I fucking uh, took a shower this morning and uh, nicked my vagina, and that hurts, feeling it now. I'm sitting with it. I'm sitting with it. Every every slight move I make, I feel it. And it doesn't feel too good. Let me see. Wait, I have some other shit I want to talk about. Um, oh my god, there is this. There's this guy. So the, for the past couple of weeks at my job, um, these guys have been coming in, and I've started out loud calling them my boyfriends. Because it's like a group of these six guys, and they're all like hot, like construction guys. They all build sets over at Paramount Studios, and they're all they're like boys, you know. They're like fucking like just like broy boys that like come in and they drink on their breaks, and they're all pretty tough and they're cool and they're all like homies, and uh, they're my buddies now. And today, one of the hot ones... God, he's so fucking hot. This guy is so hot, I could die. He uh, he came in today, and I was like, I got to find him on social media. So my coworker was like, we're going to find him. Because she, she came over to me, and she's like, who the fuck is that hot guy? And I was like, he's so hot. And she's like, I know. And I was like, I don't know, girl. I, I've tried to find him on social media, but like, I, I can't really. And she was like, oh, I'll fucking do it. So then she dives deep into a into searching for him on Instagram and within like four minutes she's like all right found him <laughs> and she found him and we found his baby mama and everything and then we found out that he's 
kind of famous. He he builds sets at Paramount, but he is in that band, the Hollywood Undead. I don't know if you remember them, but they were with, with Johnny Depp. No, no, no. They were like oh, a, that's a different one. Yeah. They were like a fucking scene band when I was like in middle school, early high school. They were so bad, but I remember like we were so into them because they were just like dorky and kind of wild. And we found out that this hot motherfucker, this fucking hot dude was in that band. And uh found his Instagram today and followed him. And god damn, is he a dead <laughs> D. He's so hot. Wait, you followed him? Yeah, I followed him on Instagram. He's fucking hot. His name is Dylan. <laughs> he's, he's, but he'll know you followed him. Yeah, for sure. But he also has like 107,000 followers. A construction worker has 107? No, you missed all the fucking story. He was in that band, the Hollywood, uh, Hollywood Undead. Mm-hmm. He works construction now, so I guess the band's not doing so well. I mean, they were big in the early 2000s. Uh, God, that guy's fucking hot. Um, yeah. I'm very impressed with like how fast... Like women can find men on social media. Women can find anybody on social media. Really, give her, give him one clue. You're like, he has blue eyes, and his name's Peter. And immediately, it's like, okay, we found found him. Mm-hmm. It's very impressive. But we found Dylan. Um, do want to have sex with him? Will not do that. But goddamn, can a girl dream? Yum yum yum, daddy daddy daddy. He has a cute baby, and congratulations, Dylan, on your beautiful family. You're so fucking hot. <laughs> Do you regret it? Do you regret having a family and being so hot because you could fuck anybody you want? Maybe you do. <laughs> You're so hot. Um, do you think? Do you think people regret it? I, I wonder. I was thinking. I had like all these scenarios in my head. I was like, I wonder if his like his girlfriend like is that who he wanted to be with, or was just like just this some. Um, was she just some girl he was hooking up with and then she got pregnant and, like, that's what he has to, like, live with now or, you know, you come up with all these stories and I like to think that maybe he doesn't really want to be with her and he's really looking for the true woman of his dreams and it's me serving him juice at Cafe Gratitude. God, he's so hot. Um... his Instagram later, gonna go look him up online, print out some pictures, paste them on my walls. This morning I was walking to my car. It was 7 a.m. I was leaving my apartment and I walk out to my car and there's this guy outside of my apartment and he was on one of those like you know those like bikes now that you have to like a bird scooter? He was on one of those, and we made eye contact, and then he was, like, like walking slowly behind me, but, like, on his bike, like, walking his bike, and I was like, is this guy fucking following me? And I was on the phone with my mom, and uh, this guy's behind me, and I can feel him, like, too close and walking at the same pace, and I was like, Mom, stay on the phone with me. I think I'm being followed. And I cross the street, get into my car, he crosses the street, still following me. I get into my car, and he stops outside of my car while I'm getting into it. And I was like, oh, fuck, no. And then he comes over. 
He comes over to my passenger side window, and I'm still on the phone with my mom, and I'm like, Mom, please don't hang up. Please don't hang up. There's a guy outside of my car. And she's like, oh, okay, okay. Uh, he's standing outside of my car, my passenger side window, and I'm blowing into my breathalyzer trying to get my fucking car to start, but I can't because I have to wait, you know, three minutes for it to fucking calibrate. So I'm sitting there like, <laughs> blowing into it so fast, so hard, so scared of this man. Um, and then he, he fell. He fell over. He lost balance and fell over. And I was like, what the fuck? And I took off. And he watched me take off while he laid on the concrete. I don't know what was going on. Could have been boozing. Not, what a wild way to start the day. Like, looking back, like, okay, okay, it was, I wonder if he's going to be back. I got some, I live in a fucking, I live in a bizarre neighborhood. Um, it's, it's, like, in the middle of being gentrified, but still pretty dangerous. Like, the, that band, that uh, gang, MS-13, used to run pretty deep there. And maybe still does. One of my neighbors is constantly on crystal meth. And I thought he lived in an apartment, but I think he just lives in his car that's parked in a parking lot. And he's very sweet. I mean, he always hits on me. And the other day I was walking past him and he was like, hey, um, listen, I, I do tattoos and I can fix your tattoos if you want. And I was like, what? I was like, are they bad? I mean, they're fine. But the fact that a fucking meth head came for me while I was walking down the street, and he was like, okay, girl, see you later. And I was like, okay. Um, my cat got out this week, and that was traumatizing. She jumped out of my arms. And my meth neighbor helped me find her. So big, big, big yum-yum kiss to him for helping me find Griselda. Um... I don't know. How have shows been going? Stand-up's been cool. It's been all right. Um, I'm taking, I'm starting a pilot writing class next week, which will be great, because I need to learn how to write, like actually write, because that's what I want to do too. My fucking, my big, big dream is to write a cartoon show. That would be great. But I don't know how to write. I don't know how to write a show. And I don't really read scripts, and I do better in classroom settings, so... I'm gonna take a class next week. Gonna start for eight weeks, and it's five hundred and fifty dollars, which is a lot of money. But it's not that much money. But it is when you don't have a lot of money. Where's the class? Um, this is a little theater. Why are you gonna go? Why do you ask it like that? I'm just curious. Where's the class? Where's the class? <laughs> um. What are you gonna go fuck the class, dude? Uh, what else is going? I don't fucking know. My DUI class ends soon, thank God. Anybody who has a DUI and having like, if you have to go through that, the classes are so te. It's not even that they're bad; they're kind of fun. But it takes up so. It's just like every you know once a week. You got to go sit in the class for two fucking hours where you're like, I would rather just either be in, because it's at night too. 
And I'd, I wish, like, I'd rather be doing stand-up or doing something instead of sitting, anything really, other than sitting in a class with a bunch of other people that have DUIs and talking about our DUIs. I feel like I've talked about it enough. Um, but what I've learned from this whole process is that everything happens... It's like everything is so day by day, you know? Like, like when we started this, I didn't have my car. And all of that was like scary and up in the air. And like now finally I'm driving again. And it's like you just get through shit, you know? If you just remember that it's not all the end of the world, you just get through shit. And you look back on parts of your life and you're like, I can't believe I survived that. Or I can't believe like... And then you look back and you're like, it wasn't even that bad. You know, it was bad when I was in it, but like... You're out of it, and you're like, no, it's, I'm cool. I'm pretty cool now. So it's been a nice reminder of, like, shit just keeps moving. Shit just keeps moving, and you just got to stick with it, and no, and it's so fucking cliche, but, like, things are all right, you know? Things are always going to kind of end up all right. Unless maybe they don't, unless you end up really fucking up. I mean, I say that now, and I could... My bank account could be seized by the IRS and I could go to jail. But hey, for now, we're kicking it. For now, we're fucking kicking it. Um, I haven't been in therapy in so long. <laughs> this is like therapy. Except without a 63-year-old woman's advice, which is so beneficial. God, if you have a 63-year-old woman in your life who can give you good advice take it dude fucking take that advice because they are wise they know some shit um <laughs> chest pimple um i had a i had a dui class i have i was in dui class last night and um we had to watch every week it's like a different subject and I don't know if that's just because my teacher's super lazy and, like, doesn't want to, like, teach things. But every week she's like, all right, you're putting on a documentary. And then she leaves the room. <laughs> like, okay, bye, Lola. Lola's fucking tight. Lola's a fucking gangster. That bitch is a G. She, I think she's from L.A. Found out yesterday she used to be a heroin addict. But she's this, like, spicy fucking... Latina and she just she comes she doesn't give a shit and I love that like I love I love watching people oh my god sorry um I love watching people not give a fuck but like in a kind way you know not when like people are assholes but when people just like know how to say shit and uh she just comes in like a boss every class she comes in and talks shit to people and it's funny She's not a bitch. She's just very real. Um, I sound like a teenager trying to describe her, but Lola's tight. And she came in yesterday, and she goes, okay, we're going to watch a documentary on Adderall. And I was like, yeah, my shit. Because um, I was on Adderall for a very long time. And whenever I can get my hands on it, I do. And this documentary, it was called, it's called Take Your Pills. Have you seen it? No. Oh, my God. Okay, whatever. It's about Adderall. And uh, it doesn't not make, it makes you 
it doesn't not make you want to do Adderall. Like the whole thing, we're all like, what's the problem? Like this drug's awesome. And that was kind of, I feel like the documentary is supposed to make you not want to like take pharmaceutical drugs, but Adderall specifically, they were like, yeah, <laughs> they were interviewing all of these people like pro athletes or like students that used to be, that used to take it. And uh, the documentarians were like, you know, do you regret any of your past being on Adderall or do you, do you wish you could have changed things? And everybody was like, no. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm glad I'm not on it anymore, but it just kind of made my life better all of those years. And at the end of the class, my, my drug counselor, the DUI counselor was like, Lola, her name's Lola. I just said that. Um, Lola was like, well, I'm convinced. I want to take Adderall now. And that bitch is hilarious. So Adderall for everyone. My that shit was my favorite in high school. It was crazy. I was prescribed it, you know, when I was 16. And I didn't know. I had no idea what it was. You know, I was just like, oh, I'm not good at math and I want to be better at focusing. And my mom took me to her psychiatrist and he was like, okay, sounds like you need to be on Adderall. And I was like, okay. And I think in the future, <clears throat> they're going to look back at all of this prescribing ki drugs to young kids and just think about how fucking crazy that was. It's fucking crazy. It's so fucking crazy, but it's, it's just, it's what they do. I mean, maybe they'll look back on it and think that. I feel like that's kind of what that documentary was about. Was like it's what well, it's really bad when they're prescribing children, mm -hmm. like babies, putting five, six year olds on prescription meth. I mean, it is. They were saying like this is like <laughs> pharmaceutical meth. It is. It's. It gets you fucking wired, and it's so much fun. Um, but I remember being on it just so young and like not really knowing what I was taking and just feeling like just so powerful and so much better at studying. And that felt great. Cause when you're a kid that doesn't know how to pay attention and like has learning disabilities and all of a sudden you know how to do it, all of a sudden it's like a switch goes on in your brain and you're like, Oh my God, now this is what it feels like to focus and learn. That was a cool feeling. But then you start to like have, these terrible come downs and mood swings and that's what I was like I started drinking in high school and so like I'd go out and like drink with like sneak out of the house and go drink with my friends and I'd also be on Adderall and like that was I can't imagine it was so bad for my I can't imagine the damage that that's done I know and all the yeah like you said the mood swings yeah next thing you know <clears throat> you're shooting up a school Oh, okay, that's a, that's a jump. And everyone's like, what's going on? That's a jump. They were saying, they were like, this is like the next opioid crisis. But like, I don't, there's something different about, I don't know. There, there's something about prescription painkillers seem so much more dangerous to me than the stimulants. Because you always hear about, like, I knew so, so many people I grew up with got addicted to heroin because they were prescribed, you know, Oxycontin and shit because they had, like, dental work done. And then they ended up be getting full-blown addicted to heroin because of, like, surgery. And that hasn't, like, you don't hear a lot of, almost no cases where kids are like, 
took Adderall when I was 16 and now I'm addicted to meth. Like, it's just, it's not the same. And it's just not the same to me. Maybe, but I don't, I they feel like I hear so many more cases about, like, the opioid uh, crisis than you do about, like, prescription stimulants being the gateway. I feel like the, like, yeah, the painkillers seem to be the real, the real nasty ones. But who don't mind if I can say I'm not a psychologist and I don't work in medicine or the pharmaceutical industry, so I don't really fucking know. I just know what I know from experience. The song is pretty tight. Ringtone song. Feel free to grab it. Make it your ringtone. Um... I don't know. What else? What else is going on? I get, all, I get all pumped to talk, and then I get nervous as soon as I start talking, and I'm like, is what I'm saying stupid? Am I, is this not funny? Am I just blabbing? But I guess this is the practice of it. Um, God, do I have a fuck? Look at this cat. My attention span is, I get distracted so easily. Like, if I'm in a room and I'm trying to have a conversation with somebody and I can hear music or other people talking, it's so difficult for me to listen to the person that I'm talking to. If there's other shit going on in a room where I'm trying to focus on one person, it's almost impossible for me to get through like a conversation. Or I zone out a lot because I'm always like, wait, there's so much wrong going. And I'm so easily overstimulated. Which is why Adderall was a great drug. Because <laughs> it helps you zero on in. Also strips you of a sense of humor. And Is that true? Oh, yeah. I, that's, why I, I, that's why I stopped taking it. And when I got into comedy and I was like still taking Adderall, I was like, oh, this is bad. Because I... Why does it strip you of a sense of humor? It just, it, it turns you, I mean, I'm not sure what it does to your brain, but it, it just makes you kind of zero in on subjects and, like, you're just not funny on it. Like, it, it makes you very serious and very, I don't want to say lack of empathy, but it, it makes it very difficult to, like, read a room or... You just don't feel like yourself. It takes something away from you that's like... I just remember being on it and really not being able to be funny. But I would sit and I would write for like fucking hours. I would write and I'd write. And I remember I would just be, I would be on like 40 milligrams, 50 milligrams of Adderall or Vyvanse, which is like a time release, whatever, uh, stimulant. And I'd be like just going crazy writing shit. And I'd be like, this is awesome. This is going to be so funny. And then like the next day when I... Like, when the drugs were off, I'd read it back, and I was like, dude, this is so bad. I would test material at open mics that I would write while I was on Adderall, and I would, I'd, like, that I thought was so funny when I was on the drug. And then the next day, I would go and I would test out what I'd write, and it, was, it would be so unfunny that it was embarrassing. And I was like, oh, wow, this, yeah, this is not, we can't do this anymore. Sometimes I take it, like, if I, if I like want to clean my room and I know that I don't have to do any comedy or anything, I'll take it. But like that's very far and few between now. Also, because I'm just like 
The crash. It's the come down. The come down is a nightmare. That's why you should try microdosing. They talked about that in this documentary. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they were like, they were saying like, uh, if you feel any kind of, if you have, if you feel like you're having any sort of a trip while you're microdosing, you're n- it's too much. Too much. You got to tinker with the material there, or the, uh, the the amount. Yeah. They were they were showing. But yeah, you get you with those. You are very focused. But also, you have your sense of humor. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's different too because it's you know natural. Mm-hmm. Those, it's these like, you know, made in the lab shits when they're when they're when they're fucking with chemicals seems to be when you're really getting, when you're throwing the brain chem off. Although, I will say like I don't smoke weed and I don't really I don't really enjoy, like acid and mushrooms and shit because it makes me feel too out of control and uh, I don't know there's something about being on hallucinogens that I don't vibe with it stresses me out uh, I don't love them I don't love them everybody's like you have to be in the right headspace and I always, I always feel like I'm teetering on the edge of like you just always hear those stories about people that are like, I did acid once and I never came back. Or like, I had, a, I had an uncle who did, had a bad acid trip and he's just been in psychosis since then. And that's like my fear with hallucinogens. I'm like, what if it just triggers me the wrong way? And, and that's it. And then I never come back. But that's probably not true. I mean, it probably wouldn't happen. But, you know, you hear all these. It's like fucking some shit you'd read on like... M- Web MD or something, and you're like, okay, well, that's gonna happen to me if I take a single mushroom. Then I'm gonna hallucinate and I'll never come back, and then I'll be a crazy person wandering the streets screaming at myself. But that's not how it works. Maybe uh, I have a show tonight. I don't know. I've been working seven days in a row. Tomorrow is my eighth. Cannot wait to be done. I cannot wait to be done with the restaurant industry. I really fucking can't. It's so hard to escape. It's so hard to escape, but I just... God, I've, like... I've been so against the idea of, like, creating a vision board and doing that shit, because I just... I'm, like... I'm just so... I think it's so fucking corny. And if you do it, that's cool. Like, do whatever it is that's good for you. You know, fucking do yoga, go on hikes, eat healthy, be whatever you want to do. All the things, have crystals, pray, I don't know, whatever. It doesn't matter. But for me, I'm just, like, so deeply against, like, anything that people recommend would be good for me. As soon as somebody's like, you should create a vision board or you should try and start meditating, I'm like, no, fuck you and fuck you. I don't know what that is, though. That's I, I wish I was in therapy because I want to get to the root of that because, like, as soon as people start telling me, how, like, ways to, like, better my life or even give me any their own, like, thoughts of, like, you should do this, I'm immediately, I'm like, nah, nah, I don't want to do that. I don't fucking want to do that. I don't know what that is. It's, like, this little baby in me, this, like, little baby bitch that's, like, nah. You should do a vision board. Oh my god, it makes me furious. But you then, like, pay your taxes. I just right. See, you should pay your taxes. I swear to God, if somebody was like, "You should pay your tax at taxes," I'd be like, "No, <laughs> I'll show you how long I can go without paying my taxes," and then your life falls apart, and you're like, "You know what? Maybe I shouldn't have just. Maybe I should have 
It's like, who am I trying to be cool for at this point? I feel like that's such like a high school or such a young person way to think. And fuck you. Nah, 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 nah. I don't have to do what you want. I remember, I just remembered, um, God, when I was in high school, it, it was like ninth or 10th grade. I was like in algebra two or I don't know, one of the math, one of the math classes. And I remember saying to my teacher, well, what do we need math for? What do we even, what am I ever even going to use math for anyway? Like some shitty ass comment of like, why do I need to learn the, how how to divide, which is something I should have learned how to do in the third grade, but I never learned how to divide. So, you know, (laughs) look at me now. Uh, I I never learned how to divide, dude. I don't know how to divide. I barely know how to multiply. Do I regret being a defiant learner? Yeah. Do I wish I had just listened to my elders a little bit more when they had been like, hey, this is important, instead of being like, no, fuck you, it's not. Yeah. But here we are. We're learning now. People keep saying... That I'm in my Saturn return. Have you heard that before? It's fucking, it's, that is, that's like that astrological LA shit. As soon as I turn 28, oh, you're in your Saturn return now. Get ready, life gets really bad. I'm like, fuck no, I cannot take another bad year. 27 was so hard. You're in your Saturn return. It's gonna get worse. No, I don't know. That's not, I, th- also, how much shit do people create because they, hear, you know, it's like if I was to believe, if I was like, oh my, if I like started panicking about that, like how much shit do we create just because somebody else tells us, you're in your Saturn return, uh-oh, and I'm all worried about it, now I'm thinking about it all the time, like why do you gotta say shit, why do people, why do people gotta say shit, that's gonna fuck you up. Relax, you know? That's what we should call this podcast is just relax. relax. Just relax. That's how I feel all of the fucking time. Just relax, dude. It's all going to be good. It always somehow ends up all good, don't you think? Not if it's the way that you want it. You know, I'm not saying that, like, things turn out the way that you want, but things turn out the ways you just figure out how to manage, and it all ends up being all good. Mm -hmm. Sometimes. I think for the most part. Yeah. What are you going to do? What am I going to do? Are you going to fight it? Like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like things... Like, you know, I'm not saying that you don't... We don't have, like, regrets and shit. But I think for the most part, things kind of just end up all good. It's Philosophy 101 by Gabby. I imagine if I had a kid, what would I do with it? What would I teach it? That's what I'm, that's, I'm afraid of having a kid, because I'm like, what the fuck would I teach? What would I teach it? You know, the cliche is the, uh, the kid ends up teaching you, but I think in your case, it would actually be true. That it would end up teaching. I would have to ask it how to teach me to divide. Mm-hmm. 
I'm going to have a kid to teach me how to do all of the things that I didn't learn how to do in elementary school. How many continents are there? Seven? Okay. Are there seven? Yeah, see? I couldn't even confidently answer that. I'd have to have a kid. If I had a kid, I would want it to go to school every day and then come back, and I'd have to have the kid tell me what it learned so I could relearn. Really, it would just be for me. It wouldn't be, I don't care if my... <laughs> I wouldn't care if my kid's smart. I want my kid to educate me on the fundamentals, everything that I missed out on because I was too busy thinking about boys. Too busy thinking about hot Dylan from the Hollywood undead. Ooh, he's fucking hot. Um, we good? I think so. What did, we, uh, what did we start at? What did we start at? Yeah. What time did we start? Oh, we've been going for 45 minutes. Over 45 minutes? Yeah. 45 is tight. Yeah. All right. Oh, you, you know, you you, you, were, you were going 100 miles per hour on the cocaine story. I don't know. I was, you downshifted a little bit. I was so excited. Covered Ad- Adderall. You don't pay your taxes. No. What other laws did you break? No, I'm giving away free stuff. <laughs> a, lot of in, a lot of incriminating... Uh, <laughs> Uh, the material on this one. What do you, uh, wait, what? Nothing. Can I say it again? I said a lot of incriminating material on I know. this. So if you're, like I said, podcast. if you're a fucking popo, stay in your lane. Don't come for your girl. <laughs> Three years probation. Can't prove it. I'd take a drug test. I'd pass because I haven't been on drugs. Since. Stop. Okay. This is the. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. It's all good. Okay. Um, can't wait for the next one where I can't tell if Mike hates me or likes me. But you know what? I don't if, need to worry if, anymore. If you're waiting for that. You're never going to. Everyone thinks that about me. Oh, really? Yeah. Everybody thinks about everyone. I am so sensitive to that. I'm like, everybody fucking hates me. But you know what? That's part of growing up is unapologetically not giving a fuck. I don't mean being an asshole. But I, I, I so have that insecurity thing where I'm like, does anybody care about this? Should I be talking? Should I? That's also why I've been lagging on getting together because I really am like, who the fuck wants to listen to me talk for 45 minutes about this shit? Well, I do. I'm the one who set it up. So at least do it for me. He's a supportive guy. All right, cool. Is that a wrap? Yeah, I think so. Love it. Love you. Obsessed with all of you. Bye.